Welcome to Rising Tide Startups, where today's most exciting solopreneurs share their startup stories. They also deliver tangible strategies that they would implement personally if starting their business over today. Each episode is a startup masterclass. Make sure you take notes. Take it away, Kevin. Welcome to another edition of Rising Tide Startups. My guest today is Josh Fonger. Josh, thanks for joining us on Rising Tide. Uh, glad to be here. It's good to have you. And uh, like I, I'm trying to inter- introduce guests recently, I, I want to take a little unique approach on how we do that. I, if you and I were at a network, a business networking event, how would you introduce yourself to me? Good question. It's been a while since I've done that because of uh, <laughs> COVID, right? It's always online. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm probably carrying one of these books for those watching video, Book Work the System. And I would say I'm the uh, purveyor of the Work the System method. So I help business owners that are stuck in their business, stuck in the day-to-day, uh, help them get freedom. Freedom by um, working on their business and then eventually owning the business and being able to control and manage the systems that make up their business. Now, this, this system was developed by a former mentor or... Who yeah, yeah. yeah, so the uh, author of the book, uh, Sam Carpenter, he and I worked together for, for over 10 years now. Uh, he's in his 70s, and he you know, detailed the, the transformation that uh, happened in his life in a, in a business he still owns today. It's called Centratel. And uh, people just love the book. It's in his fourth edition. Um, and the reason why is because it's real life. It's very pragmatic. It's very practical. It's, it's basically... Um, taking the book, The E-Myth, and just showing, like, what does someone actually have to do mm. to, you know, systemize their business? And so Sam Carpenter goes through the you kind know, of shift in mindset. He really started to see the world differently. Uh, it's like a new awakening that we want all of our clients to get called the systems mindset. And then once they have this, then what do you actually need to do? You need to have some core documentation done. We call it the strategic objective and the general operating principles. And then... Once you have that done as a leader, how do you go from always doing all the work to um, you know, growing a team that will actually do the work for you, you know, a self-managing business? And uh, to any entrepreneur, it's pretty appealing, uh, both because they're so stuck in the, in the fires each day yeah. and also because they want to make a bigger impact. They want to be able to grow, but they just don't know how. And so we, we teach people how to do that. We walk them through the different steps and then hopefully document the systems of the business and uh, bigger impact, more freedom. And uh, just, it's just really fun work. So more or less a practical approach to working on your business and versus working in it. That's kind of the basic tagline of the E-Myth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll take that line and put it on our website. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think that's already copyrighted. Okay. I didn't come up with it. Yeah, so. But uh, I, I, I can't remember if you mentioned this or not in the your very first intro, but uh, did you tell people where you are? Oh, yeah. So right now uh, I work out of uh, Kauai. Yeah, so uh, we, got, we have four kids and uh, we're just kind of living the dream right now. Uh, it's been a good shift. We used to be in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, but uh, tried to get out of the out of the city a little bit. And um, it's one of the, um, I guess, one of the shifts that happened during the whole COVID thing was realizing that all of the consulting, all the coaching, all the training, all the events we're doing have been virtual for so many years that um, it gives us a lot of autonomy in terms of where we can live. So that's where we live. 
I, uh, before we, we hit the record button, you know, Josh and I were chatting just real quickly. He's, he, he mentioned something about, you know, telling his kids, uh, kids, I'm sorry, this is the most beautiful place you'll ever see. So you, there's nothing else. There's nowhere else to go that is going to be uh, more beautiful than where you're, you're viewing right now. Uh, yeah, well, it, uh, that's uh, the blessing and curse, right, of, of uh, <laughs> you know, seeing the Nepali coast, right, is, is you're going to get to enjoy that. Um, so it's been it's been fun. It's been a fun adventure so far. And there's a reason that, you know, Kauai is called the Garden Isle. I mean, it's it, because it is it is stunningly beautiful. And the, the one time that I actually visited there, but then I've, I've traveled virtually all over the world. And I, I don't know that I've seen a, a place that is more more stunningly beautiful than than where you're sitting right now. But I'm I'm curious about kind of the journey that led you, you know, to start working with Sam and and how you kind of, a, you know, kind of like bought into the system, you know, full on. And so walk us through that a little bit. What were you doing before that kind of led you to him? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll try to do the snapshot as much as I can. <laughs> um, undergraduate degrees in architecture, wanted to be a real estate developer, worked for a number of developers and then got laid off in that um, industry 2008-ish. Um, when everyone thousands of other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I could not find a job. Um, even though I got my master's in business, couldn't find a job unless I wanted to take, you know, like an 80% pay cut. Mm. And, um, you know, and I couldn't find any work and, you know, I had a few kids at the time. And so it was, it was a, it was a big uh, challenge. Basically lost everything, lost house, car, everything, savings, and had to kind of start from square one living in my in-laws condo. And at that point, um, uh, the only thing I could get was becoming a business consultant with somebody who was willing to take a chance on me. And essentially I would be independent if I, if I hunted and killed and some client hunting out there, then I could um, get, get a portion of that revenue. So I was very hungry to get some money in the door. And so I became a business consultant, which is exactly what I didn't want to become. Wrote my thesis paper and uh, when I was doing my MBA about why you shouldn't hire a business consultant. And I was kind of an anti-business consultant. Um, my dad uh, was anti-business consultant. Same with my father-in-law. They both had bad experiences with him. And so they, so it really just was not my plan or goal in life. Uh, but that was the only place I could get paid and hired. So I did that for a number of years and um, did what a lot of people do, which is take whatever will come your way and do whatever someone will ask. Uh, so I was flying from city to state all over the country working with flooring store owners. And so whether they um, need a cultural redesign or they needed a financial plan or they needed to, they're going through bankruptcy or we had to build some merchandising dashboards or, you know, you name it, sales management training, I would just fly out there and train them and whatever um, and figure it out because I needed the money. And also um, I didn't know any better. And so as a business consultant, I was just uh, Pretty, run pretty ragged mm -hmm. and uh, reading books all the time, trying to figure out how to help these clients and but really enjoying the work and really enjoying the impact and really enjoying solving complex business problems. And so I really um, did, did well with it. Surprisingly, the guy who hired me said, I never thought you'd last. And, <laughs> but I, I ended up really enjoying the work and, and, and building some good relationships along the way. And, uh, but what I didn't realize was that the work I was doing wasn't sticking. So, um, which really hit home when I, when I first clients that we, we transformed through this uh, bankruptcy and um, you know just saved this business and thought it was a great success, um, I looked up, up on LinkedIn several years later and that business had gone out of business and he was like a salesperson. So he was in his 60s and now he was doing the same job he did in his 20s 
not a business owner, just a salesperson uh, on the floor of a, a flooring store company. And I realized what, what did I miss? Because it seemed like everything was going great. Yeah. And the piece that we missed is that we never actually documented the systems. We never documented the solutions. We never actually took what the transformation was and put it into the infrastructure of the business so that it would last. And so that it would scale beyond the owner. It really would just, we solved the problem, but the problem came back. And uh, when I met Sam Carpenter, uh, he opened my eyes to a new way of running the business, uh, a business that was based on actually building up this infrastructure, building up these systems. And um, I really I caught hold of this systems mindset, which is not just um, chasing results, but instead building the systems that will lead to the results. And that that's where you want to spend your attention, your focus, your energy, because that's really um, what's going to allow your ideas to scale beyond you and make the biggest impact. And so once I uh, caught hold of the book, I was living in Bend, Oregon at the time, mm -hmm. met him for coffee. There was no consulting or coaching associated with this book. It was just a book people liked, first edition. And so he and I decided we should, we should actually do some consulting work because um, people were calling him and he was like, well, I'm not going to do any consulting work. I don't need the money and I'm not a consultant. And so um, we, we just did some experimental jobs. And so that was, you know, the rest is history. I just did some clients with him and then turned into more clients and the coaching and the courses and the programs and live events and all, I mean, you name it, we've been doing it in this particular arena for over 10 years. And now we, um, in the last few years, certifying other consultants. So now people who like the book, and want to be a consultant like like me, then I teach them, certify them, train them, license them, and then they have licensed the material so they can go help uh, companies in there and around the world, and then in different industries. So it's been uh, it's been quite quite the ride. See, I I was uh, I was mistaken. I I assumed I guess I thought it just maybe listened to another interview you had done and just listened to a, a portion of that. I thought that you got into consulting by your relationship with Sam, but. You were already in the business before that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was, uh, I was deep in it, and it was, um, it was killing me. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, I would be flying, you know, from one city to the next to the next city, never home, and um, it was, uh, it was something I wanted to get out of. But um, yeah, meeting Sam, a whole different approach, a whole different way to make an impact, and um, you know, with the ability to do more and more work over the internet, mm -hmm. and it just became, um, you know, what it is today, which is a lot more flexibility, free time, and um, you can help people around the world. So right. it's been a big shift. So an, another question that came to mind, you know, earlier this afternoon, when I was just kind of thinking about, you know, some thoughts around what I was wanting to ask you. And um, so often when, you know, you, you find somebody that, that is, you know, I hate to hate the term, but it's almost like a guru. And you're like going, you know what? I, I love the system. I love the process. I love what they teach. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to buy in, but you get inside and you think, okay, I, I can buy into 92% of this, but there's 8% of it that, you know, I, I want to kind of morph a little bit and kind of mold, you know, in my image a little bit or add my own flavor to this. How, how much adaptation did you do or have you done in that quote, the, the basic system? To kind of make it your own, uh -huh. yeah. Well, uh, good question. And there's been um, there's been seasons of well, this is my natural human flaw. I like to experiment things. I like to try new things. I like to I innovate think it may things. Be a strength. <laughs> well, 
I don't know. You can waste a lot of money and time. Um, <laughs> and, and so I, would, I went through all sorts of different rabbit trails with the work system method, applying to all sorts of different arenas. And what I keep coming back to as I'm rereading the book again for the, you know, the 30th time is that the fundamentals are there. It, this works. This is a recipe. And whenever you add in new ingredients and new ideas, you're deleting, you're diluting the core of what really um, has stood the test of time and has made the biggest impact. And so over mm -hmm. the years, we've tried all sorts of different uh, approaches and techniques and add-ons and, you know, the newest this and the newest idea there. But really, you know, when I look back to all of the, the most success we've had, the biggest impact, and uh, staying true to why people even come to us in the first place is really just stick with the fundamentals, stick with the core leadership qualities that Sam describes in the book, which he used. I mean, the book's in its fourth edition now um, to fix his business. And there's no need to get caught up in the, the newest and the shiniest object because mm -hmm. those ended up diluting things. And so I've made a lot of mistakes over the years, um, really trying to infuse Josh's newest idea into things and realizing that in the end, um, it's not as effective. And so we really tried to keep it the, the main thing, the main thing, the framework, mm -hmm. the main thing. Right. And realizing that um, if they don't, you know, get these pieces, it doesn't matter what uh, tangential tactical advice I give them that might boost their sales for a month. They're not going to really have the transformative, scalable, self-managing business that they came there for. And so, um, so we've tried to really push it back towards the book, back towards the method that's there. Mm -hmm. And um, um, that is a challenge for my personality, but it, it ends up being the, I mean, the best way to help companies. Yeah, I, I think I was thinking more in terms of, you know, not changing the structure or the, the, just the basic framework of the process, but maybe more contextualizing it a little bit or hmm. kind of adding your own examples or you know maybe even modernizing it i mean if, mm -hmm. let's say the book was written 15 years ago i mean just you know you, you might even be terminology that might be completely different you know uh -huh. there was no crypto coin you know 15 <laughs> years ago you know that would would have any impact at all in, in you know the delivery of this but just our examples you would you might use so that's, uh, i was thinking more in that that frame okay well well yeah in that frame um yeah we're always updating our courses and programs and um using different examples. We have had cryptocurrency traders and blog writers go through our mm -hmm. courses. I mean, you name it, whether the industry is, um, you know, a hair salon or the industry is a SaaS company, you know, that's a, that's a startup, you know, we've had all sorts of varieties of people we had a, you know, a, a, a dairy farmer in Transylvania go through the program. And we've had people who are, you know, just uh, attorneys in uh, Los Angeles, you know, so you name it. Um, we contextualize you know, we, we let the client bring the context, I guess I'd put it that way. Yeah. So when they, when they hey, say, hey, I'm a chiropractor in Toronto, okay, that's the context. Now here's the framework and um, let, let's extract from your brain the direction you want to go, the principles you want to have and, and the processes, and then let's put it into this framework so that you can build, you know, kind of build the business of your dreams instead of just have it in your dreams and therefore it never actually happens. And uh, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of context building, but we try to let the, you know, let, let the, the client bring their own paint for that. And then um, we just help them put it in the right spots. So you initially were working with Sam 
and you've kind of you transitioned out on your own i think you actually say on the website you know with it with kind of his full blessing you know to <laughs> kind of step out in in the uh, yep. on your own so talk about the reasons behind that that kind of yeah. transition i mean it makes perfect sense why you would you might want to but talk about that transition uh some of the things that you know they might work didn't work type thing or the struggles you may have gone through and uh, then i want to kind of drill down in that a little bit yeah yeah definitely uh those are some um well i think i think for for business owners where they have partners it's always good that you're fully aligned right and mm -hmm. sam carpenter and i are fully aligned on what works to change companies but in terms of um goals for our lives we, we have different ones right so sam um you know he's the age of my father maybe even a little older than that and so you know he already has all the money he needs all the time he needs and he really gets to um expound on uh theory his ideas he, he was heavily involved in politics for seven years probably six years and so that's really great and um for him to have the freedom to express himself to you know get engaged with people online or around the world in whatever way he wants to um he should do that right because he's he's him right yeah. whereas for me I, i'm very different right um like i'm trying to specifically work with entrepreneurs on fixing their business so that's where my content and desire and emotion and advertising everything is towards that and then also um certifying new consultants in the methodology and supporting mm -hmm. them so it's all about coaching training um advertising to grow uh, more of an audience of the particular book and um so we just realized you know what we're, we're both have very kind of tangential but mm -hmm. uh things that actually relate and sam's got a software company as well um where it's all about you know documentation so uh it wouldn't it be better if we just had you know different companies that had different strategic objectives different goals but we're all friends we all can help each other we can scratch each other's backs we can um, support each other in our, each of our endeavors uh, without having to um try to smash it all into one company because then it's just confusing for people who um may subscribe or follow and so there's a lot of overlap between WTS Enterprises, which is my company, and Work the System, which is Sam's company. And uh, this has been a really nice transition and nice fit, um, as opposed to, I want to send a message about, you know, sign up for my program. And, and Sam's like, I want to send a message about walking the dogs and how you can see the systems <laughs> in the exactly, trees. Yeah. You know, or, or, and it's, they're both yeah. related, but... Um, yeah, they're just different. And so it's been, it's been a good, it's been a really good shift and that's pretty new. And maybe in the last uh, you know, year or two, we've been really making that uh, transition with the brand um, so that it has long-term legacy. And I, I can't imagine you would ever talk your family into moving from Kauai to Eastern Kentucky. I mean, or, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably, probably that might not. be a hard sell. <laughs> probably not, but uh, there's, there's beauty everywhere. Like we loved Oregon. I grew up in Michigan, loved Michigan. Arizona has yeah. been great. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful spots. And um, so I, I think that, um, yeah, it's good to enjoy where you are. Wherever yeah, you are, you can no enjoy it. And it ultimately comes down to the people that are there. And uh, so, um, yeah, so you can make the most anywhere. So um, I watched Sam's videos when he's in, uh, you know, um, Eastern Kentucky and it looks, looks great there, you know, out in the woods, um, on the trails, you know, in the mountains there, it's great, so. There you are. That is exactly right, Josh. And I, I appreciate your, uh, the kind of the approach you're taking of, you know, the surround yourself with good people, 
uh, enjoy the, wherever the God's placed you and, and uh, the, the whole kind of the story behind that. But I, I am curious, like, you know, you've worked with Sam, you probably worked with other, you know, great mentors and uh, in your life, and you've probably mentored others. So I want to take just a moment and just really focus on kind of what we call a mentor moment during, during each Rising Tide interview. And uh, I just want you to kind of just briefly talk about one or two things that you would, you wish you would have known when you kind of stepped out on your own or, or that you think would really be germane for founders to know uh, that would really be game changers that would really help them build that foundation for success from the very beginning. Hmm. Well, I wish I had a half hour to think about that. I could give <laughs> really, really profound wisdom. Um, uh, I think that the probably two things that it maybe go against each other. One is that if you are a new entrepreneur, a new founder, you have to not be afraid of, of failure. Mm -hmm. So as in, um, and what I mean by that is let the market tell you. So put it out there, put out this, put it that, put out a million different things. Um, and don't live, don't try to figure it out in your brain. Don't try to figure it out in your head. Don't try to figure it out on paper. You have to, um, you have to put it out there into the market and let the market tell you what they want and learn from the market. And so um, I wasted a lot of time trying to be so strategic and so researched and so, uh, you know, prepared for so many different things that never materialized or didn't matter or didn't actually wasn't the wrong, it was the wrong direction, the wrong mm -hmm. offer, the wrong thing. And so um, don't do that. Just be human. Hey, we're doing yeah. this thing. I think it's going to be great. Okay, no one responds. Wasn't a great thing. Move on to the next thing. We're doing this other thing that's going to be really great. And so you, you have to, especially for new founders, um, is, is don't let your financial projections or your business models or any of those um, tell you what's going to happen. You just have to go out there and, and do it and be okay with lots of failures. And people um, appreciate that and they expect that. And um, uh, as long as you're authentic and genuine the whole way through, no one's going to get upset at you for trying to provide value. I think mm -hmm. that's, that's probably one, one thing that maybe help a lot of people who are like, well, I'm not really sure. Well, put it out there and then you'll be sure soon. And then counterintuitive and kind of the opposite of that is don't try out so many things, right? Um, mm -hmm. The things that are working the best right now in our business are the things that we did 10 years ago. And so if I would have just told myself that, I would have spent more time on making those things better, right? So um, when you find something that works, the best way to help more people and to boost your profitability in your business is just to do that thing at a higher level, which means communicate better about it in terms of your marketing advertising, communicate better about it in terms of your selling, you know, provide um, better service in your delivery provide a better way for people to refer and get more customers and just refine, 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 go from 85% to 90 to 95% excellence on all the aspects of that good thing that you do instead of saying, well, it works pretty good. I'm going to try something else. That might work pretty good. I'm going to try something else. That'll work pretty good. And then you have lots of okay things. You're kind mm -hmm. of dabbling in a bunch of things. And if I would have given myself better advice 10 years ago, it would say, Hey, these three things are working, just do them better. 
I know they're at 85%, but you could, you could probably get them to 98% if you just um, took the focus. And so I think that uh, as entrepreneurs, we're always looking for uh, big wins, um, innovations, ways to break through. And a lot of times the way to break through and to innovate is to keep doing what you're doing, but just try to do it at a higher level, try to do it at a better intensity, right? I was, um, you know, Sam Kepper and I were on the phone, we were talking about Tony Robbins, and it's like, you know, he's still doing these live events. You know, he's not like, well, maybe I'll, you know, do something different. It's, no, it's, but do it, doing it unlike anyone else can do. And I think that's probably the other uh, third piece of advice is that to differentiate yourself in this world, and it's a worldwide competition now at this point, um, you got to be the best of the world at it. So to be the best of the world at something, you're going to have to do it a lot of times mm -hmm. and you have to do it with, a, with increasing intensity and focus. And that might not be your personality trait. It's not mine, um, but that is what it takes. And so be willing to be disciplined enough to um, stick to it as opposed to thinking, well, there must be an easier way or a different thing, or I'm seeing someone do something different. I'm going to try that. That's, that's going to dilute all your efforts. And then you can't be the best at that one thing. So I would, I would say those are probably three good nuggets off, off the cuff that probably would have helped save me a lot of time. And I can't life. imagine what you would have come up with if I'd have given you a half an hour to come up. I mean, those three great points that you just shared with us off the cuff. I mean, you know, I think maybe you'd have written a short book and we could have, uh, you know, doubled down on. But uh, I, I love the, the third point, especially when you're talking about, you know, to be the best in the world, you, you actually have to niche down. You know, you can't, you're not the best in the world at a broad range of things. I mean, you're, you're the best in the world at, or you're the best in class at a certain thing, um, you know, and, and uh, I mean, I love the way that you kind of frame that, but I, I want to ask you one other question about kind of your business model, you know, kind of when you went out on your own is, is the, is WTS Enterprises, is that a rev share? Is it a licensing model? Is it a, you know, you play, pay me a flat fee and you become a certified Consult it, then you just kind of go out on your own. What's what? How did you build this your business? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, um, this was example perfect example of experimentation. So we've been taking people through over a thousand at this point through our courses and teaching them the work system method, and we just put out a message and say, "Hey, does anyone want to get certified in this? Where you know we're just going to give you like a little seal and say, hey, certified.'" And we had a bunch of people respond, and we're like, "Okay, well, if you get certified, what what do you want?" What do you want? You know, like, what are you going to do with it? And some were like, "Want to be consultants?" Some say, "I just, I just like to get certifications." A lot of people just like certifications, and so we started to gather up some information, and then I taught them all this material. And then I said, "You know what? I think you all want more support, so you can apply this to your psychology practice or your your dental your dental office or whatever. You know, your consultant." And we just started meeting every Fridays, and I would just gather information. And what we realized is that um, some people like just training; they just like to get educated. And then there's other people who just, they actually want to be consultants. And then we, we basically mm -hmm. said, you know, we're just going to work with the consultants, the ones who actually want to go out there and be consultants. And so once we made that shift a couple of years ago, um, we said, well, what are all the tools that a consultant needs? You know, the contracts, the proposals, the, the licensed uh, presentations that we can give them, you know, all the different tools, valuation tools, you name it, anything that I've used as a coach or consultant, I want to give to them. And so once we built that whole library up and all those trainings so they can be a good consultant and make the biggest impact. Um, we realized that, okay, what do consultants need? Well, they need clients. And like, 
consists of us teaching them how to get clients, but also giving them clients. And so um, what we do is we actually give them clients. So anybody who buys one of our products, they work with someone who's certified. So we're just, and we just pay them. So um, to clarify, um, all of our consultants are independent. They're, they all have their own business. Mm -hmm. And whenever we get a client that works with the system, with WTS Enterprises, we say, hey, here's our roster of coaches or consultants you want to work with. They work with one of those people, and then we pay that person. So we'll, we'll pay that person to work with a particular client. And so the certified folks, um, they get their own clients, and we give them clients. And when we give them clients, we will pay them um, to work with the clients as a coach or consultant. And so um, once they are licensed, they can you know, certified, they can use all of our materials, uh, and that kind of helps them just hit the ground running. And then we mentor them. We meet with them every Fridays, uh, right before this call, you know, we meet with them and we, we kind of uh, spitball about ideas. Um, we have them come to our annual event and facilitate the annual event so they can get clients. So we can do whatever they, we get them on a podcast, we get them on our website. We try to really help them kick off their career and anything that I wish I had when I was a consultant starting off, we give them, you know, give them credibility, give them tools, give them leads, give them clients. And um, it's worked out really well. I um, experiment, you know, like I think, well, I'm pretty good at consulting, but I wonder how these people will do. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. And um, they're better than me. <laughs> like they, they're, they're more patient. They're more diligent. They're more focused. They're, they do really good work. And so um, that was kind of the exp exciting experience, uh, experiment for me was, would these certified consultants be able to have the impact that I used to have with my clients? And I'm finding that it, it's even better. Like they're actually cranking out more processes, more procedures, and they're doing it in a really thoughtful way. And so um, it's really exciting to me because they all have their own industry experience. And so it's just opened up a lot of doors for the brand and our expansion. So you know, our goal is you know, to, get, to get really big and to help as many people as possible. And so, um, so they pay to get certified, and then once they're certified, they make all the money they can make with all the clients they can make, and then whenever we get a client, we hand it over and we pay them to work with the client. So they don't have to split anything with us. They don't have to give us a percentage. Um, uh, yeah, and that, that's, that's the way the certification works. Well, it's, uh, it's really an interesting approach. Um, you know, I've heard so many different models, you know, of, of companies and service providers that are, that are kind of in a similar space. And I think it's a, that is a unique and it, it obviously is an effective, you know, approach. And, and if I'm a consultant, I mean, I would probably really like that arrangement, kind of flat fee, and then I can use the system as I want to. And then when you have a client come to you, you can, you know, I, I, get, a, I get a portion of that, of that fee for for providing those services. And I'm assuming most of it is, is over like Zoom at this, at this stage, or are you talking about a lot of on-site consulting? Uh, well, whenever we give uh, a client somebody, it's a, it's a Zoom, it's either consulting or coaching where they, you know, somebody bought a product somewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, they get connected to the right um, consultant on our website. Um, but for them, they're often finding clients locally. They wouldn't yeah. have to. But they're often, you know, uh, through a friend of a friend, through right. a church, through whatever, you know, some business networking group, or maybe they're heavily involved in a certain industry. And then they just say, hey, everybody, uh, I'm certified in this methodology that, that uh, helps, you know, get all your systems and processes in order. And I think it's going to 
you know, you seem to be stuck in the day-to-day of your business. Wouldn't you like to grow it, open new locations, sell it one day? And um, they're having really good success in their warm market, just bringing something new that no one else does, um, you know, having the credibility and having the tools to fix it so that they can, you know, uh, I would share the example of this. this one gal who got certified. She's a Pilates uh, instructor. And she went to a little uh, Pilates small group meeting um, in her city and just said, hey, yeah, I can, uh, you know, everybody who's really busy in their business, I can help you get organized so that you don't have to live there in the Pilates studio and finally grow. And, you know, she gets three clients in one, one weekend just talking to a few folks. And, you know, because everybody wants more business freedom. They just don't have a plan to get there. Right. So right. it works. Well, Josh, I really appreciate you talking, taking time today as we kind of wrap up the weekend here and I wrap up heading into the weekend here. Um, me, me sooner than you, because I'm a few hours ahead of you, but is there anything that we just haven't touched on? You just like to, you know, real quickly, just kind of wrap up the chat and then please tell people where the best place to find you online. Sure. Yeah. I would say, um, anything work the system related, or if you want to go to our website, wtsenterprises.com, WTS. Um, and that's where you get a copy. Uh, we give away um, the summary of this book, right? So if you want to get this thing uh, only, you know, 80% shorter, um, then we give away the summary for free. And the goal is to get that into the hands and the minds of as many people as possible uh, so they can have this awakening. And that'd probably be the main thing is that you really can change your world. You really can raise your standards. You really can build something that can be you know, 10 times bigger than it is right now. I'm not just saying that like it's um, you know, some kind of feel good dream. It really can mechanically be done. You do need to know how to make it happen. And uh, that's what we're all about. And so, and I guess first thing is don't lose hope if you're like stuck in your business right now. And then realize that um, in an instant, if you, if you do see your world differently, we call it the systems mindset, um, you can uh, make some of those things a reality. And uh, so for all those frustrated entrepreneurs out there, there is, there is hope, there is a way. You don't have to be Elon Musk. You don't need to have a million dollars fall in your lap. There is a, a mechanic way to, to do that. Um, and so uh, if you're curious and you want more, you know, wtsenterprises.com. We will certainly have the link uh, in the show notes. And, and uh, specifically, if I can have, get a link to the, to the book summary too, that might be that might be good to uh, include in those notes as well. But Josh, thanks again for uh, just taking time. It's been been great to kind of hear the backstory and just, just as you walked us through the process and what a great mentor moment, you know, you kind of laid on us there uh, kind of off the cuff and uh, one of the best we've probably ever had. But uh, just thank you again for really just playing your part and helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Josh, have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Another episode in the books. We hope you heard some great takeaways. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes and YouTube. As always, thanks for listening to Rising Tide.